today's episode, I'm joined by my husband, David, as we break down some common relationship pitfalls. I share how the high expectations I put on myself sometimes create a more stressful home environment. David shatters the myth that men can read minds and shares his intentionality behind offering the fix or the solution when I'm upset. We wrap up by talking about our mutual needs to unwind and recharge so that we're able to give the best of ourselves. Today is all about giving grace, assuming the best, and unlearning some of the wrong thinking that trips our relationships up. Nearly 20 years in, and I am still learning. I am right there with you today, ladies. Hi, I'm Becky, the host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and now, let's head to the hill. Hey, welcome back to Girl on a Hill. Um, today we're doing things a little bit differently, mm-hmm. because last week... I'm not a girl. He is not a girl. <laughs> we are on a hill, but I am not a girl. You are so. welcome on the hill. This mm. is my husband. Hi. Hi, this is David. Hi. He is back. He was with us on episode 10, and he is coming at you at episode 22. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we've been on this long. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being here. But the girls on the hill, not unlike myself, we all have a lot going on right now. And life is insane mm-hmm. and stressful. Yeah, what's well, the fever pitch? Living life at 11, I said a few years ago. Ugh. And now we're at like... 14, yeah. 90. Yeah, we keep we keep cranking the knob just a little bit harder and getting a little more out of it. And oh. Everybody's just... It's, way, way beyond. It's weary. I mean, lots of rubber bands are, are popping right now. Yeah. Because they're overstretched. And, you know, and we have a lot going on, too. We mm-hmm. tried a little bit to relax this morning, but now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know that watching college football relaxes me because you get Yeah, all but when you watch Michigan lose, tense. there's hey, always something like... You know that like Michigan is my our fifth highest state I'm sorry if you're, if you're from Michigan, but we're Buckeyes fans, so... <laughs> Ohio's my third <laughs> highest state, so... Yeah. Go Bucks. But still, it just you get that tension worked up, and I've probably alienated a bunch of my listeners because women don't, as a whole, don't love football, but yeah, I do. Some. Some. Mm-hmm. So we've, we're trying to relax, but October's been a month, man. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those months where something is on our calendar every day, mm-hmm. and a lot of women thrive on that, but I definitely do not. Right. So anyway, giving the other ladies a break, hanging out in our... Our home studio. That's right. AKA we got to name it. We got to give it like an official name. Like not the Leonard Garage. Yeah, it needs a. We need like the back on my worship podcast. We called it Catalyst Studios. Mm-hmm. You work mm-hmm. on that. All right. Okay. Now I will tell you today's topic is hard. So hard that this is actually take two <laughs> because <laughs> because David and I are not experts. We're we're talking a lot about relationshipy mm-hmm. stuff today. And we've been together almost 20 years, mm-hmm. and we do not have it figured out nope. by any means. We're still learning. Yes. So this is a tough one, and it's because these are really tough things we're tackling today. And it's areas of struggle between men and women where we just kind of feel like it's at an impasse, where we have some unrealistic expectations, I feel like. And we talked about that way back, episode two kind of that 
the myths of rom-coms where we, right. you know, yeah. where I told you I wanted you to dance down the steps mm-hmm. like Heath Ledger and 10 Things I Hate About You and I'm still waiting. You're probably not going to do that. Yeah, I've never even seen that movie. What? So. Well, we have I, to fix that. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about to be able to do. Oh. So, yeah. Sadness. Okay. Or like tap dance in Wait, public 10 with things me. I hate about. No, that's the, I'm thinking of how to lose a guy in 10 days. That's what I was thinking. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to do that. I want to keep you. Yeah, you don't, yeah, don't want to drive you away. Intentionally try to. <laughs> but we're talking about things that um, women tend to put on their husbands or expect of their husbands or just incorrect beliefs, I think might be the best way. David maybe called them assumptions. Mm-hmm. So we're five things. We're going to go through them and they're, they're rough and like we don't have them figured out. And I am not an expert. So I, and you I, can't speak for all men. I claim, I claim no like assurances for you that this is exactly why it is the way it is. But you know, I'll do my best. That's all we ever do on here. We say, you know, we're not doctors, we're not professionals, <laughs> we're just real people. We put one of those disclaimers on the podcast, like, right? We're not liable for <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> no, if you get in a fight, it's not our fault. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna go from the top. We're gonna tackle the easiest one first. All right. This time around, second okay. go. Okay. Here we go. Now, David said this to me a long time ago, and it blew my ever-loving mind because I like to do. I like to blow, blow people's, people's minds. minds. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things. <laughs> it's a hobby. Yeah. So, I started my blog chasing Super Mom forever ago because I felt like I had to chase this ideal image, mm-hmm. and I remember he came home from work. When we were very newly married mm-hmm. and I was crying in tears mm-hmm. because I wasn't skipping around the house with a bottle of Windex, wearing pearls and skirts mm-hmm. and everything wasn't fantastic. And I, in my head, I had the thing about the little fluffy paper things on the turkeys, you know, like they put what? them on the ends of the turkey legs. Who, who does that? Right. But I, exactly. I've never met a real human that does that. Maybe Martha Stewart. But I, what's I, even the purpose of those? I don't things? know, but I had it in my head that that was Wouldn't what they catch on fire. What good wifery looked like uh-huh. was that, and that I had to have a skirt on. Even though, oh my gosh, I hate wearing skirts. Someone's like, "Let's go dress up." I'm like, "I'm sick." <laughs> so, but that's what I thought. Good wife, so like leave it to Beaver, exactly June Cleaver kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Um, and I, you came home from work, and I hadn't, I wasn't that, and I was hysterical, and like. Oh. I'm like, uh-oh, what did I do? Or who died. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I was assuming I had done something wrong. And and you told me something that blew my mind, that I still I certainly do not behave like I believe. Mm-hmm. But you still today, it's true. So go ahead. What do you care about most when you come home from work? That you're in a good mood. Yeah. Did you hear that? It's not, <laughs> he didn't say that there's this gourmet dinner with paper turkey Mm -hmm. legs or that the laundry's folded and put away or that the children are wearing these amazing outfits or that I'm wearing an amazing outfit or that there's brownies. I mean, I think I'd rather, I'd rather eat, you know, peanut butter and jelly for dinner in a messy house strewn about with Legos. Yeah. With not that you ever do this, but I know plenty of houses are like this and I'm not condemning it, but you know, with, with laundry around mm-hmm. and with, you know, with the toys not having been picked up and, you know, kids, you know, kind of disheveled. Yeah. Not, not put together. Yeah. You know, messy faces it, and all their that jammies stuff. Yeah. From morning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
than than have all that stuff fixed, and then you come walk mm-hmm. in and it's it's you you've just expended every ounce of energy you had mm-hmm. to and nothing left for you. Yeah, and then it's like oh, so I guess I get the uh, not just not even like the leftovers, but the mm-hmm. I don't know what the term is, but the moldy left like the sad Tupperware you forgot in the back of the no, I mean, it's like the reaction. It's like. Like now, you know, I did all this and now I like, now I'm frustrated and tired or something. Mm-hmm. So now, now I, ha- now I have to deal with that because it killed me mm-hmm. to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just, let's just like go out to eat or, you know, I'll bring home some pizzas or something. Yeah. That just, couple it, of pies. I mean, that really blew my mind where I still sometimes, I just don't believe you. And I think this is on women because I think we feel like we have to live up to this ridiculous standard nobody really keeps people shove their mess out of the way on Instagram and nobody's children and home and outfits are all color coordinated. Have you noticed that lately? Probably not. You follow different people, but like (laughs) everyone on Instagram, like everything in their pictures are brown and coral. Like who color? I don't have the time to color coordinate my Instagrams. Like (laughs) what on earth life do you have? But aren't those colors? They like outdated anyway. I I don't, it's, all over. Those were I our, do not get it. Those are like our curtains from like Washugo way back in the day. Maybe. Guess no, was, and homeschoolers they color coordinate their curriculum by co- I don't I don't have it I don't have that in me. Yeah, if you're wasting time and energy kind of doing that stuff then But it's I still just I feel like okay, well we've what we've been put in it's not on TV anymore. I think it must be how we were raised. It's coming back down from the 50s kind of a thing that good wife meant Dinner is on the table at six. It's piping hot and ready to go, and it better be gourmet. It better be organic mm-hmm. and full of nutrients, whatever mm-hmm. nonsense. And I better look cute, and the kids better look cute, and I better have this body of work to show you if here is what I accomplished today because I have to accomplish something to matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just I, you know I think most most guys. I mean, especially lately, my job's been stressful. Yeah. So I'm dealing with stressful situations mm-hmm. and decisions all day long, all week long. And I've tried to unwind in the car ride home. Like, So I, I usually listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and a lot of times mm-hmm. listen to a lot of church podcasts. But recently I've been listening to more nonsense podcasts. Right. Like Office, yes. with the Brian Baumgartner well. one, yes. Deep Dive, Office Deep Dive. Is that what he calls uh-huh. it? Um because I just, I want, I don't want. You don't have to think about, yeah. you don't, your learning is over. Right, yeah, so I just, I'm spent. I don't have yeah, any yeah. more. And I usually can't, I can't concentrate on those podcasts mm-hmm. like Hidden Brain. Yeah. If I try to listen to it on the way home of a really long day, like I've mm-hmm. been having lately, I just, I just zone out and stop mm-hmm. paying attention. And so like, I think that's probably true for a lot of guys in the world right now. Right, no Everybody's matter what their job is. is stressful. Yeah. You know, a lot of places are understaffed, and so a lot of people are working way, way too much. Even if they're not working overtime, they're working a lot harder. So, you know, you come home from a stressful day, the last thing you want is any more stress. So whatever it takes to not have stress, let's do that. And, you know, it's oftentimes just for a season, you know, like this Mm -hmm. is a season. It's feeling like a a forever-ending, never-ending story season, but it's like... It's still a season. It's not going to be this way forever. Yeah. Let's do what we need to for the season, and then we can regroup down the road. Yeah, to get through. So I guess that's just the thing, too. Like, if let your grip go a little bit on some things. Like, we've loosened, you know, even just some of our our rules and things in this season because I just don't have the energy to keep up with it. We were doing really elaborate 
chore charts and stuff with the kids and it's just, it, it became too much to manage. Mm-hmm. So letting some of that go and just really like, okay, I used to vacuum when our kids were small, probably four or five times a day. And now it's, I'm lucky if I vacuum once a week, just little things like that. You're just letting it go. Because we got that really cool industrial carpet though, that doesn't oh, need vacuum as gosh. much. So we live in a really like hundred year old <laughs> house and it's, we are slowly fixing it. Yeah. Up. And my grandpa had a flair for the industrial. For the ugly. Yeah, yeah. So, so we always had commercial, the the dining room had commercial church, you know, like carpet in it. That and, was bad. Yeah. Had beautiful Original hardwood floor. We got that. We restored it. Mm-hmm. And and the carpet in the living room is commercial carpet. It's not it's home carpet. Horrible. Yeah, but so, it's durable. But it's learning to let that go. That oh, it's just relearning that you don't think I'm a better wife because there's some junk on the floor. No, I don't. I mean, I think most guys, if they're going to balance between the two, balance. You know, if they had to choose between. You know, uh, a home that looks like a magazine mm-hmm. and a happy wife. I think it's going to, I think the, the, the balance gonna is going to go really hard towards the happy wife. Yeah. yeah happy wife, happy life. So well, I mean, I, we've talked about that before a lot. The, the woman, whether this is fair or not, the woman sets the tone for the mood of mm-hmm. the house. And if mom's in a good mood, everybody's in a good mood. Mm-hmm. And if mom's fussy, so is everybody else. Mm hmm. So yeah, that makes. What's the other saying? Mm, if mom ain't happy, yeah. nobody happy. That's right. That's what it is. Yeah. So okay, ladies, yeah. just. I don't know. For I mean, I he can't speak for because yeah. I do. I have had friends in the past whose husbands are definitely yeah, I know extreme there are guys type out there. A who need their counter spark, and I'm. And it's probably the same thing. It's like they're stressed <laughs> and they want to be able to relax at home, and, and they a, can't an environment that's disheveled is stressful to them for mm-hmm. whatever reason, but. Even then, I think there can be seasons where where we can be a lot more understanding and Gracious. I still mm-hmm. think probably most guys if if it's going to pick a what happy pick wife. strain and stress mm-hmm. in a relationship if it means okay, we have frozen chicken nuggets for dinner, but I'm in a great mood mm-hmm. they'll take that over mm-hmm. the honey cream sauce, whatever right yeah mm-hmm. braised mm-hmm. board of baloney <laughs> something or other <laughs> what <laughs> I don't think that's so. Clearly, we eat a lot of gourmet Isn't that what you get at house. Olive Garden? They got rid of the braised beef and tortelloni. They braised got rid of it. beef and tortelloni. We I just put the, the beef and the tortelloni together into one word, but I know okay. nothing about food. That one? Done. Okay, that, that went pretty... Do you feel trapped yet? Not yet. You kept telling but me. But I know what's coming. Walking into a trap? <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we are going to cover the one. This is the one where I made us stop and go back. And fix it. <laughs> because mm-hmm. this one is really tough. Because like I said, even though I know what he says, and I trust that he's not a liar, I still don't necessarily believe him. Mm-hmm. Because it's a lot to unlearn. That we want our husbands to read our mind. Mm-hmm. And when they don't, we feel unloved. And if we have to make the effort to say what we need or want in order to get it. Mm-hmm. The, the gesture then is meaningless, moot, void, unspecial. Our relationship clearly doesn't matter because he didn't know. Mm-hmm. And you're afraid to say anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we can't read minds. There's my definitive statement. So I think women 
have been thinking for a long time that subtlety will do the trick. Is that not so? Could subtlety also be rebranded as passive aggressive? Oh, well, I know that I'm good at passive aggressive. I know that. <laughs> I know that. I think that is the language of my people. But I think some, so even if we're sitting, I, I just want to kind of clear up this myth because I've talked about this with other women. Okay. So if I'm sitting, you know, on the couch and I'm like, oh, my brownies sound really good. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily register in your head as, I'm going to pick up some brownies on mm-hmm. the way home from work tomorrow. Where in our right. head, we've clearly stated enough that we want brownies. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't click in your ear. Probably just, oh, brownies do sound good. Move so are on. you talking to yourself in your head when this is happening? No, I say it out loud. If I say out loud, brownies sound good, then in my head I kind of expect, or let's not use brownies, because who would ever pick up brownies store donuts? Because okay. I, I think about donuts a lot. Well, if you say don't, like donuts sound good, I'm going to stop the next day and get donuts almost for sure. For real? Yeah. Donuts sound good. Well, we're not going out anywhere before tomorrow morning. I guess we are, but we're not going into anywhere where there's a place donuts. to buy donuts. Sadness so. of living in the country. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but do you want to, I feel like we say stuff like that or like, I am so overwhelmed with the kids. In my head, saying that is enough for you to go, so we're kind of bridging night. two different categories where you started off talking about reading your mind and not being able to read your mind. And the last one that we didn't keep, we talked about the blizzard story and right. ice cream. Well, that's a fair thing too. But do, and now we're this. talking about subtle it's hints. Subtle hints. But is that enough? Or would you prefer us to come right out and say? Well, I mean, I suppose, I suppose it could be enough if it's been established previously in the relationship that if I make a subtle hint, like if I bring up a food, then that means I want you to pick it up the next day. Then the guy can just learn, I'm going to go pick up donuts because she hinted at donuts the mm-hmm. night before. So I better set a, a reminder in my phone. But if those terms have never been agreed upon, then it's probably not enough. It's mm-hmm. probably probably good to just say, hey... You want to grab some donuts on the way home from work tomorrow? Or like the thing where if I said like, or where in my head right now, like, you know that I am really stressed out, Mm -hmm. like that I'm kind of at my wits end. Mm -hmm. In my head, that's enough. In my head, I'm like, well, then why isn't he? Getting donuts? (laughs) Donuts sadly do not solve everything. (laughs) Like going, oh, we needed to get away. Let's leave the kids at home and go. I'd say hit the town, but we don't really have a town to hit. But you know, et cetera. So, so but that's not, is that that doesn't clearly so seem to be enough. By the time this podcast airs, I need to have planned a getaway <laughs> for you and me. And if I haven't, then we can mm. we can uh, dedu- deduce from that that I haven't picked up on the clues. Is that what you're saying? What would men prefer, like? <laughs> Do you really want us to come right out and say? Yeah, I think in general, that's best to just come out and say what you want. Now, he was giving me a hard time because he's like, because I said, if I have to tell you I want a date night, mm-hmm. then the date night doesn't mean anything because you don't love me because you didn't plan it on your own. Right. But if you tell me that you want a date night and I plan a date night, then you get to go on a date night. If you don't tell me that you want a date night, then I might not plan it for a while, and then you just kind of keep stewing and boiling and 
getting more and more it's upset. It's just so hard to unlearn mind. this because what I hear you saying is <laughs> there's a way to have the thing you want. Uh huh. There is. If, if the thing you want is something that can be verbalized in general, probably most guys are going to do what they can. I know to, there's all the women in their demand. kitchen or in their car because those are the places I was or walking. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, but, 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 uh. But they get you, it. That you do feel the struggle, ladies, because I feel it. Because if there's something you want, he's being rational, but it doesn't and, feel right. And a lot of the men that I know, not every guy is like this, but a lot of the men that I know do want to make their wives happy. Hmm. And so, if their wife says they want something and they want to make their wife happy, they're most likely going to do the thing that their wife wants. And it wants. doesn't mean you love us less because we had to tell you. Doesn't it mean that we love you because we're doing what you want? Isn't that kind of the thing? It's I, like, guess, I guess it's just hard to get over the, I want you to feel like you know me so well that you're able to look at my weary that face. That only applies on anniversaries and birthdays. And go, like, she needs a maple bar. Like if, if we don't do something on your birthday, on an anniversary or something, then then I think you might be able to interpret that as not being loved. But like if it's like a, a Tuesday in the middle of, October, there's like, there's no expectations that I'm supposed to have read your mind and bring home exactly what you need to make you happy. Mm-hmm. So, but you're saying if I said what I wanted, you would just do it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It feels hard to accept. <laughs> it's pretty simple. I don't like it. We, we did tell the story last time. We'll tell it again. I think I've shared it on the podcast, but where we were coming home. And Sun River. Was it our honeymoon? No, no. It was after that. It was? Yeah. I've gone there a million times. Um, so we were, I knew there was, a, there's not much coming home, but I knew there was Dairy Queen and mm-hmm. I wanted ice cream. Again, apparently I really like sugar, even though I don't, whatever. I wanted ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I just thought he would know that I wanted ice cream because clearly... I'm in the car. I'm hungry. I want ice cream. And I'm probably thinking, I want ice cream, but a lot of times when I say I want ice cream, she doesn't want ice cream, so I'm not going to say it because then we have to have a fight because I want it and she doesn't want it, so it's just better to leave it leave it left unsaid. So anyway, we drive past the Dairy Queen, <laughs> and I haven't said I want ice cream, but he drives past it. I drove past. He just, I just drove past I just kept the driving. ice cream. Just kept right at the same speed. He didn't. He couldn't tell. Didn't t- put on my turn signal. That I wanted the blizzard. Didn't slow down. And I didn't speak to him no. for about forty miles. Mm-hmm. I, ju- I just not kept a going. word. Just went home. I probably did a lot home. of this, <sighs> like where you have to sigh <laughs> loud so they know you're mad. They know you're mad. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say. Do you know you can read my mind that way? Well, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I was listening to Hidden Brain, <laughs> and they were talking about how how. Like when you're being, when you're upset, when you're angry, when you're negative, that that you do broadcast mm-hmm. that out to the people around you. So yeah. I think I think you start feeling that, picking up on that vibe. But then here's the thing where... And I think it's basic emotions though, not like complex mm-hmm. thoughts. Like anger, okay, I can get that. But not but blizzard. Blizzards, you blizzard. Yeah, I don't think so. Unless yeah. you can like attach a, an emotion to mm-hmm. it. But here's the thing. Now he's telling me if I would have said... Honey, I want a blizzard. You shrunk the kids. That's <laughs> what? No, he I said, didn't shrink. Honey, the I kid. shrunk the kids. Yeah. That he would have pulled in and gotten us. I would have been able to have what I want, yeah, and baby. I would have saved us forty or miles of tension. Blizzard with chocolate ice cream. 
Mm-hmm. So ladies, here's what I'm saying. It feels really hard to get. This is the toughest one on the list for me because I want to feel like he loves me so much that he can tell I'm weary and, and I he love can you. tell I need the back rub or that I need the maple bar, but he's not going to get it. Just and I give love it up. You. I love you so much that I want to give you what you want. So tell me what you want so, so I can yeah, love you. Just give give up. He's <laughs> never. They're never going to get it without you saying it. They're just not. But do you, let me flip it, can you read my mind and know what I want when I want it? Well, we'll get to that one because you <laughs> usually don't do this. Right. Right. But it's so, but like. You can have what you want and you can save mm-hmm. being mad at your husband. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fight and you can get what you want. Right. Exactly. It's really hard to get over the other <laughs> part. <laughs> you can have what you want if you just say. Now, on, as long as you're not mean, like, I want a $4 million yacht. Okay, now, most husbands can't give you that. Yeah. But if it's something little within their power, even, I'm, I'm guessing most husbands, most. Now, I can't say all, because I don't know who you're with. But I think even if I was to come to you well, and you know be like, I'm with. I am crazy overwhelmed. Can you stay with the kids tonight? And can mm-hmm. I go into town and go sure. to even go to Target by myself? Absolutely. I think most husbands would do that because then you're they know you're going to come back mm-hmm. in a better mood mm-hmm. and refreshed. Mm-hmm. I think most men are willing to give that. We just don't ask for it. Mm-hmm. And if for some reason they were like completely stressed and strained and they couldn't handle it, then they'd probably try to fall, call a babysitter or something mm-hmm. so that you could do it and they could go. I don't know, chill in the basement or something. I don't know <laughs> what guys do, watch football. But okay, I think in general we want to do the things that make you happy. Okay, um, this other thing is very universally disliked by all women. Uh oh, should we just stop now? No, except for kinda, Jolene. I don't, I, don't, this way. I don't think I'm ahead. I don't think I think we're kind of balanced out right now. Mm. So like, no, we're gonna go there. Are you sure? Yep. Um, that I tried. Okay. So women, when we have a problem, we generally just want to be heard. Mm -hmm. We just want to be listened Mm -hmm. to. We do not (laughs) want a solution. We do not. I really feel like we should have stopped. Want you to fix it. We really missed an opportunity. And yet, men... Just jump in with a solution mm-hmm. and try to fix it. Yep. Okay. So help me understand the good intentionality behind this to maybe help me and my listeners hate this less or become less irritated at well, you, you know offering where I'm the go. solution. You know right where I'm going to go. I don't. I'm going to go to that video, that viral video. Oh, about the stupid nail. Exactly. Where there's this video, if you haven't seen it. a really it, terrible example because he has a point. This is a, it's a perfect example because the video, this is the woman's got a nail in her head and she's bleeding. And the, the guy comes along and says, well, let me, let's get that, let's get that nail out. Let's take you to the doctor. You know, we got to deal with the problem. No, but you don't and, know that at first. Cause she's just like saying, she's like, I'm in so much pain mm-hmm. and it hurts so bad right. in my head. Right. And he's like, well, but no, but I'm in a lot of pain. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, eventually he sees there's a nail jammed into her head. Mm. And so she's got a headache 
And he loves her, so he wants to deal with the problem that's and causing she keeps the headache. Saying, it's not about the nail. <laughs> and it's clearly about the nail. That's exactly the that's the point. It's 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 So could you translate this nonsense because most of us nonsense aren't, aren't gonna have like a truth? nail you mean jammed in our head. Right. But explain the intentionality behind it in like a more realistic scenario. Okay. Well, um, so I, I just have to be generic, but I can't think of anything specific. But if you're, I mean, especially with, with guys, like if you have the same problem, if you're, you know, if you're having the same problem <clears throat> and we keep having this, you know, discussion and you're upset and this, this thing has happened and you're upset about it because this thing happened. A month down the road, you're upset. This thing happened. You're upset about it because this thing happened two or three times. We're going to see a pattern and we're going to look and say, well, if you just stopped doing this or if you addressed this issue or if you changed this about the schedule or, you know, like, you know, those kinds of things, you know, then, then we're going to, then we'll be able to say, well, maybe we can stop having this recurring experience where you're upset and mad about something or bothered about something or, or something is just, you know, is making you sad. And so if there's a way to solve the thing that's making the problem in the first place, then we don't have to experience and try to, you know, care for you and, 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 and move you back to being in a good spot every time. Like, let's deal with the problem that's causing the pain and not just keep addressing the pain, right? I mean, like, if you've got headaches, recurring headaches, you try to figure out what's causing the headache. You don't just keep taking ibuprofen every day. If you've got a headache once, you take ibuprofen. But if you're having headaches all day, every day, for months and years on end, you try to figure out what's causing the problem so you can get rid of the headache so you're not taking the ibuprofen. So you're saying your intentionality comes from a place of wanting to make us better. Mm-hmm. So I need you to confirm this. There is love behind. Of course there's love the behind. Fixing, not judgment and high horsery. Absolutely not. It's you're experiencing pain. You're experiencing frustration. You're experiencing sadness. We love you. We care about you. So we want to deal with the thing that's causing pain. Let's solve the problem, and we want to solve the problem so that you don't have to experience the pain, the sadness, the anger, the frustration any longer instead of keeping keeping the recurring pain going on and on and on. Let's deal with it and get it over with. Pull out the bullet. Let's get the splinter out. Let's you know get the cast on, and let's heal from this thing, even if that means we have to set the bone. Hmm. But I don't know. I think we want to help make your life better. So we want to solve the problems that are not making your life better. You don't like it, do you? No, I don't. (laughs) You don't want us to solve any problems? No. I just want you to go there, there, darling. (laughs) And keep doing that over and over and over again? Uh About the same thing over and over again? Mm Mm-hmm. And, and never never say, hey, there's this thing causing, there's a nail. Yeah. Like never address the nail. Mm-hmm. There's never a time to address the nail. We no. just always let the nail stay. Yep. It gets infected and gangrenous and all that stuff and we just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> and then your limbs are swollen from infection mm-hmm. and you're running 105 degree temperature and we just leave the nail. 
Okay. Naja. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I right. didn't say I didn't say we were rational. Mm, okay. That's just where we're coming mm -hmm. from. I get it. Okay. Last one. There's another one. Yeah. Oh. That's okay. A lot of this is probably gonna get cut out, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't think you, you can't cut this out without my approval on the edits. Oh, really? Uh huh. Well, just because you're the editor. Okay. Uh, that men, we sometimes feel like you don't actually want to spend time with us. Um, okay. I think sometimes it's hard because men have a lot. And I know that, you know, they have a lot on their plate too. I think we as women sometimes forget that, that they're for the most part, at work all day, too, and have a lot to deal with that sometimes we don't see either. But then it's Saturday, it's our day off, and we just want to spend time with them because we're tired of just being with the kids or whatever, and we want adult, grown-up time. And then but they have to go fix the car or put oil in it or mow the lawn, or they want to unwind, and so they go do whatever their hobby is, and then we just read that as, Oh, I'm not important. He doesn't love me. Mm -hmm. What do we do with that? Well, I mean, it's men and women are different. And I know you're not this way, but a lot of women are more relational than men. Mm -hmm. More more naturally wired for relationship and connection. I'm the special kind of hermit. Yeah. Do you know that yesterday was National Hermit Day? Was it? Yeah. And you didn't get me donuts. I didn't. <laughs> it's not National Donut Day. It's National Hermit Day. So I should have gotten you like a lock for the door or something. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, I mean, so I think women in general, not, I'm not, I know it's a generalization. You're not supposed to do that, but women tend to be more wired for connection and relationship and and because of that, and I think you would even be this way, just not with a lot of people, but with me, they get recharged, they get filled back up mm -hmm. by that connection and relationship. Men, depending on their work, you know, might be like me. If I've had a lot of meetings and a lot of conversations, I'm drained from mm -hmm. the relationships and the connections all week. Right. I need to recharge before I can do more relational connecting. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're going to get the empty cup version of my connection mm. as opposed to I've had some time to veg or, you know, guys like to work on cars or do some woodworking. Like when you do those things as a guy, like it's there, the, the tasks are complicated enough to capture your mind's attention so that you're not wrestling with mentally all the things that you've been dealing with all week long. So it's like, right. I mean, it's like sorbet for your mind, right? And it's like, you're able to kind of just, you're able to shut your mind off from all the things that you've been thinking about and, and get a little bit of mental capacity back, a little bit of clarity and, and, uh, and the ability to do some connecting that you can't do otherwise. And if you never get that moment to breathe and, and rest, Mm. mentally then you're just trying to you're just trying to get through as much as you can without it feeling like you don't care but I, I mean so then I guess just I think the rebuttal for women will be like yeah but I don't get that when's my break coming 
And I guess, so this might go back to the beginning. Like, well, have you asked for it? Mm -hmm. Have you vote? Because it's, if you're waiting for him to notice or, I mean, and he probably does notice that you're, especially if you're in that season of life with little kids, like knows you're in it. But if you haven't said, I could use two hours by myself today, Mm -hmm. then that might be what you're, you need to do. If you're hearing him say this, like, well, men need time to recharge. Like, well, so do I buster. Mm -hmm. I I totally agree. Women need time to recharge too. Yeah. It's making that. But just because we're, we're doing or trying to, you know, finding things to Mm -hmm. do it doesn't mean we don't love you or that we don't want to connect with you, which was the question. Right. It was the, it was. Yeah. Cause I, oh, I mean, cause I think women can see that like, oh, well, this is your one day off and you don't want to spend it with me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's maybe not necessarily true. It's that I don't want to give you the worst of me. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we do, we attach the worst intentions to the people we love mm-hmm. without remembering that they are a good person and we chose them. I can't remember the quote, but we, we, you know, we assume, we assume others the worst intentions of others by their actions, but then we do the reverse for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we justify our bad actions because we know our intentions. Right. And there's some kind of quote out there that says it clearer than that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, we expect a lot. I think we expect a lot from our partners either way. Sometimes we expect more than, than we could mm-hmm. give. Ourselves. I think even just because you've been in a relationship for a long time and married for a long time, you can still assume somebody's intention and be wrong. Yeah. Even though you should know, you know, one another really well, it doesn't mean you know exactly what they're going through right at this moment in time to be able to assume that their intent was this because that's how it came across to you. But we still do that. Yeah. Both sides. Mm-hmm. Cause maybe he doesn't want to talk about it with you and share those feelings mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to burden you further mm-hmm. or cause you more undue stress. I think that I'm circling back. That might us. be part of it too. Mm-hmm. Like you might be holding back some of your feelings and some of those things because you know, it's just going to rile well, me. Just like over the years, there've been things I haven't talked to you about yeah. until down the road because you can't handle it in the moment. Yeah. And so it's easier to go do something and wrestle and deal with my own feelings and mm-hmm. put myself in a position where I can kind of, I guess, stuff them or at least just put them aside for a little while so that they're not boiling at the surface mm-hmm. whenever we're talking. Because if, if I'm not like, if I'm tired and I'm drained and I'm weak, yeah. then there's a good chance those might come out. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to cause a whole other world of pain. Yeah. And I don't have it in me to do that. So it's better to go build a table. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see how I told you that today was going to be complicated and hard and we're not experts? Mm -hmm. Like it's a lot. And I guess that's something to wrap up with. I thought you were talking to me. No, I'm talking to my listeners. That um, marriage and relationships are tough. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if you've been together forever. It's you need to give grace. Mm Mm-hmm. And you need to assume the best mm-hmm. about the person that you married. You picked them. Yeah, that may, I've used that phrase for a long time, but assume the best until you're proven wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's not just like a one-time deal. It's an ongoing thing. You just keep assuming the best. 
until you've been proven wrong about a, a certain thing, a, a certain person, a certain relationship, situation. And then if you get proven wrong, you get proven wrong. But if you at least start on the best intentions, you're not starting off from a debt that you have to climb, a hole you have to climb out of. So here's the recap. Okay, let a few things go. If it means you're in a great mood, an, a better mood when he gets home, if it means you, you don't yell at the kids about picking up the toys or you mm-hmm. make a little bit easier of a dinner, there's nothing wrong with serving corn dogs, people. Like, doesn't have to be Instagrammable. Let that go. Put the kids in front of the TV and go in your room and veg for a little while so you're in a good space. Seriously. David bought me <laughs> noise-canceling headphones. I did. And, like, even just listening because to a podcast, making dinner. Because you're home all the time dinner. and a loud house with loud kids. Because yes. you homeschool and there's no... There's no there, break. There's no reprieve. Ever. So those are magical. Like, mm-hmm. do whatever you need to do to be in a little bit better mood when he gets home. Mm-hmm. He can't read your mind. Mm-mm. Say what you want. Mm-hmm. And if you want something, if you tell him and it's within his power, you might actually get it. I bet he will. Like, Try it. Do yeah. an experiment. Do yeah. a science experiment. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Yeah. Ask for something. Um, and then re- if he doesn't get it, then you can come back to it and you can debrief it later and say, hey, I, I said I wanted this thing. You didn't get it. Can we talk about that? Because mm-hmm. I really wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. As but, long as you're not like getting all Veruca Salt about it, like. Don't start asking for your Oompa Loompas now. This yeah. isn't like a, an excuse to be golden greedy goose lays or like golden eggs for Easter. demanding. Mm-hmm. Or every day be like, oh, and can you get, mm-hmm. they're not your errand boy. Mm-hmm. This is a, a sometimes feature. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it has to work both ways. But we want to serve and we want to love. So yes. I think in general, if give us the opportunity, we will. I love that. Say what they are saying, what they mean. Mm-hmm. They're not playing some complicated. Men's minds don't work that way. They're not playing some complicated game. They don't have time for that. Yeah, I don't think I've been playing games in this podcast. I think I've been saying yeah. straight up things. So. Um, when they're trying to fix it, they're not judging you. They don't necessarily feel like they're it's better love. than you. High horsery. They just want to not have you be in pain. Right. They love you. It's coming from a good place. Let's and they do the actually causing the pain. want to spend time with you. They're just human like you mm-hmm. and sometimes need a few seconds, a few minutes mm-hmm. to debrief, recharge. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go out and say this too. I didn't say it. they don't love being dumped on the second they walk home. We yeah. don't have to get into that, but yeah. like, that's a lot yeah. where it's like, mm-hmm. so-and-so was in a bad mood and they did bad on this test mm-hmm. and I am so tired. And blah, blah, blah. that's not a loving way to come home. Right. Especially if you've had a stressful day and maybe a stressful drive and then you walk in the door and then it's, yeah. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. But give yourself grace. Give him some grace. Mm-hmm. I think we could all do just with some grace right Everybody's now. stressed. Everybody's mm-hmm. tired. Yeah. And again, we don't know everything. <laughs> we don't know everything. Clearly, we don't know uh, perfectly what we're talking about. We're still learning yeah, how to how love much, each other I mean, and how, how to much live with each other. Would it change everything if we all just were like being, if we erred on the side of grace at this moment? Mm-hmm with one another and our relationships with our kids, with friends. And even if we just, like, if we have a really bad encounter with somebody and they completely lose it on us for some unjustifiable reason, mm-hmm. if we could just say, you know what? I bet, there's not something, about me. I bet there's something going on. Yeah. So I'm just going to let that one go. And I might circle back to it a couple of days later, and, and but not do it from a defensive, I'm going to yeah, get my hate, what's, side what's right. What's going on? I'm going to say, hey, are you okay? Because uh, that thing a couple of days seemed yeah. a little out of character. So I think, I think the whole world would be a lot better if we just kind of operated from that standpoint. 
All right. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. We have some really good episodes coming back. The girls will be back with me next time. And by the next time, even by the time this airs, Sydney's going to have had her baby. Oh, yes. So. We are waiting on a name. Mm-hmm. Her son has suggested Bullwinkle. I don't think they're going to go with that. By the way, you know, I haven't listened to yours and Jolene's most recent episode yet, but the last two before that were amazing. The, uh, the episode's really good. I loved hearing Crystal's story. Kind of made me want to go track that yeah. guy down, punch him in the face a little bit. But, <laughs> um, but yeah. That was a good one. Good. Both Thank of them you. good. And if you like it, please go tell a friend. Yeah. Tell two friends. Yeah. And have your guy listen to this. And guys, tell tell your friend to tell their wife there's a great podcast. So. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Love ya. See ya. And we'll Hope see all you of you. get some hate mail next Wednesday for a new episode. Bye. You've been listening to the Girl in a Hill podcast. Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends, connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. We're here to climb the hill with you as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Join the conversation by connecting with us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Find us at facebook.com slash girl on a hill podcast or instagram.com slash girl on a hill podcast. You'll also want to check out our website, www.girlonahill.com, where we not only share each new podcast episode, but encouraging blog posts and links to any resources shared or talked about on the pod. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.